Hello, friends. Please consider supporting the Flavors and Knowledge podcast. Donated proceeds are applied to absorb the cost of cooking classes and health education for children. Help a child affected with diabetes with a sponsorship donation toward adequately managing the condition through Food First. Chef Walter's Children Diabetes Foundation brings this message. is another edition of Flavors and Knowledge. I'm Chef Walter. The title of this episode is Restaurant Rebirth. The lockdown imposed for the health emergency caused a vertical collapse in turnover for the catering and the hospitality sector. Activities have closed and others operate on flimsy grounds. The industry has lost and will continue to lose considerably before the holiday season. Further losses in the second half of the year will be substantial unless some kind of health confidence is re-established among the consumers. It is indeed plausible to hypothesize that in the post-emergency, a further limitation will be observed for the sector. Catering and restaurant marketing will need to be healthy, sharp, and specialized much more than pre-pandemic. Our health emergency will be followed by, hopefully, the last phase, during which it will be a question of balancing the strategic importance of economic activity with the risk of spreading further the infection unless we all get vaccinated. Operators will all like to restart strategically critical activities but with minimal risk. The most prominent scenario would be to have uh, the maximum socioeconomic benefits with the least risk. The primary goal is to reduce hospitalization, death and infection. Still, the equilibrium point is often decided by politics, the CDC and, of course, local authorities. It seems that restaurants and other businesses that involve more significant aggregation of people are the last to restart. And even when this will happen, it will be necessary to limit the number of covers. The limited guest in a room can equal to a consequent reduction in revenues because the trade is all about numbers. The recovery will be difficult for everyone. But understandably, the industry will struggle considerably, because in addition to dealing with the regulations imposed by the law, they will have to take into account the fear of all those people who, fearing the virus spreading, will not go to a restaurant or postpone a catering event, at least for the imminent time. And so what we do, it is really a struggle. I will begin with my personal experience. In 1995, I opened a new restaurant 
in Providence, and after several delays to the construction and city ordinance, finally ready to go, but for the next 11 weeks, Rhode Island was blanketed with a series of snowstorms, practically destroying every weekend. I turned the nightmare into a pleasant dream by fine-tuning the menu, extra training for the staff, and launched three consecutive websites. I continued with my television cooking show and made numerous radio appearances paired with a fresh new blog. Once the snow melted, I was ahead of the time and ready to do business. Today's circumstances are largely different, but I am making a point on the resurgence. This is the moment in which a restaurateur should not feel sorry for themselves. They should not sit on their laurels previously laid, but they must take action. It is essential at this incredibly difficult moment that the restaurateur takes over the reign of his chariot with a renewed entrepreneurial spirit. If the spirit has not been cultivated previously, dear restaurateurs, please do it now. Take your future in hand and lead to success. In addition to what they already did, all restaurateurs will have to learn to evaluate the economic, advertising, and image scenarios and act accordingly. You need to anticipate the consumer's need. You will have to invest in communication, web marketing, advertising, relying on capable and specialized companies to avoid making a hole in the water. And so on this podcast, I put together some suggestions, things that I would do if I were in similar circumstances. Right now, I personally run a cooking school, and that has been also shut down but I am no longer in a restaurant business, which I have run for about 40 years. And so the first thing that I would suggest would be redefine your message. Consumers want to have a clear idea of what you're about, and a defined message helps in choosing a restaurant over another. What is your cooking philosophy, the style? Those are essential elements. Perhaps it's time to design a new logo. An outdated logo demonstrates a lack of vision in a sluggish environment. Get creative, modernize with new colors and fonts. A modern logo expresses novelty, rejuvenation, and a renewed message from the kitchen to the front of the house. Staff training. A well-prepared staff make the difference between restaurants. Take advantage of the downtime to expand the knowledge of your employees. Conduct in-house presentations. Join web seminars, lectures on food, dining, trends, and define what America eats today. You are dealing with a new generation of customers. This is the time to review the staff's uniform. Sometimes just a new bow tie on the way staff will excite your patron and generate a conversation. Know your market. Understanding who sits on your chairs is vital to the growth of the business. It is impossible to target everyone, but well-defined research will offer a clearer view of your customer base. 
your design, menu, and operation fitness will select your market and will promote accordingly. Stop and review your website. The website must be easily accessible by the potential audience and transform the user into a customer who really comes to eat in the restaurant. It is therefore necessary to evaluate every aspect of the website. From graphics to textual context, every element must be considered from loading speed to ease of accessing essential information, way up to the usability from a mobile device. If your website has not been revamped in the past two years, call your webmaster and get a restyling quote. Include CEO on the request, which is essential for your potential customer to find you. Many companies understand the situation that you're in, the difficulties, and in this particular time, they may be able to help and outstretch hands for your new flight. Evaluate the possibility of planning sponsor posts on Facebook or even still professional campaigns in which it is possible to better limit the target audience, optimizing the budget, perhaps with promotions reserved for those who follow the pages. Rely on specialized companies, remembering that a campaign of this type yield an average return of plus 350%. Facebook post campaign and sponsorship have a reasonable low cost, so look into that. Worry about exciting being present. Take beautiful photos and entice your future customers. Consider campaigning with original and strategically engaging sponsored posts and stories. A beautiful photograph of your staff standing on the front door is a powerful image to share with your consumers and followers. And since we are all stuck wearing masks, consider having your staff wear a similar mask and make a powerful statement. A well-coordinated team is a sign of professionalism and utmost care. Have a message printed on the mask such as Thank you for dining with us. Consumers have many dining options, but you want to be the one they select? And that is all for this particular episode on Restaurant Rebirth. I also know that it's not as easy as one, two, three, or perhaps reciting a podcast. There are times in which, in life, especially in the life of a business, we all need to turn the negative into the positives. And I think this is the time, especially for the hospitality industry. I want to thank you for listening, and please follow Flavors and Knowledge, which is offered on Anchor.fm and all of your preferred platform. If you have a chance, please follow us on YouTube under Nushukani24 videocast programs, which is available under the Chef Walters Cooking School. If you need some good tested recipe, you may want to join our newsletter. It's also called the Flavors and Knowledge, and it's offered on Substack.com. If you are in a kitchen today or tonight, and you're attempting to cook anything that you like, my suggestion is always keep your eyes on the fire. Eat well, stay safe, and we reconnect 
and the next round. Ciao, ciao. Flavors and Knowledge is brought to you by Chef Walch's Cooking School in Cranston, Rhode Island. For classes, workshops, events, and programs, please visit our website at chefwalterscookingschool.com. For all other services offered by Chef Walter's Food Group, check out our main website, chefwalter.com.